0: Okay, a little discombobulated, but we're here learning Bezat Daft, Ervin. We're going to start on Daft, Tzadig Bezam, um, and Bez, nine lines up from the bottom, where we had started yesterday, but we'll regroup. Today, hopefully, we'll get to the three topics on tzadik Gimel. But first, we talked about the discussion that regarding the two Chatzeros, the large and the small, and the different Nafkaminas okay, that we had, um, by virtue of the fact that the larger Chatzer is considered to have machitos, and the fact that the smaller Chatzer is considered to be an annex of the larger Chatzer. So, from the perspective of the larger Chatzer, the smaller one is the annex, from the perspective of the, lower, of the smaller chaser, the larger one is partitioned off. We even had enough communists with regards to making a minion when you have a group in one and part of the group in the other. It was fascinating. Now, I'm going to take you back, as Abaye does. You might recall, Abaye was overhearing this conversation. So with the five different uh, implications and ramifications of having these two chaseros, Abaye harps on the first one. And so the first conversation we're going to have is about mechitzos. What was the case? So, I'll just say the case, the first case outside again. In the first case, we said an unbelievable halacha. We said, with regards to Kila you know that you, when, once you plant a vineyard, you're not allowed to plant, um, the grains, right? You have to have a distance between the vineyard and the grains, at least Dalit Amos. But an unbelievable halacha, That because of the fact that when you have a large chazir and a small chazir, the small chazir is considered like an entranceway, a foyer, if you will, to the large chazir. So, anywhere within that foyer would be considered part, uh, an area where you cannot plant the grain. So let's say, for example, you planted in the larger chater. You planted a vineyard. Normally, if the whole thing was one chater, the two chateres together were one large chater. You would only have to have a distance of daladamos. But for whatever reason, and I got stuck. What would the reason be? which well, it's not for now. But amazingly, the entire smaller chater. Again, if you planted in the smaller chater first, from the perspective of the smaller chater, the larger chater is actually partitioned off. So we say that you would be able to plant on the other side. Uh, into the in the large chutzner. If you plant it in the smaller chutzner first, but if you plant it in the larger chutzner first, then you not only have to distance daladamos from the larger chutzner if you're going to plant grain, but you have to actually distance it. And you can't plant it in the in the smaller chutzner at all because the entirety of the smaller chutzner is considered to be a annex, if you will, a foyer to the larger chutzner, and nowhere in the foyer can you plant the grain. It has to be with a distance, right? Okay. Whew. Now Abaye had a reaction to this. He said, "Wait a minute. This seems." This seems counterintuitive because after all, the fact that you have a machitza now in the larger chutzer seems to be creating a greater iser in the smaller chutzer than you would have had without the machizos. Which is to say, right, if the two khatzer errors were the same size, such that there's no protrusions and they're all flush, then you'd have to just have a distance of Daladamos. But now because you have these two mechitos jutting in, all of a sudden you can't plant it all in the smaller chatzer. This means that the machizos, which generally cause us heter and make our life easier and enable us to carry. After all, mechitza shabas are what we're erecting in order to enable us to carry. In this particular case, they have the opposite effect of not allowing us to carry. So Amr al wabayi reading it inside, he listened to the Talmud ha base Be'ismarash, and his reaction was as follows. If you're saying that, uh, this whole halakha of, right, the first of the five halachas that's mentioned, of the Kilei HaKerem, then you're making a mechitza le-isser, she'ilmala in mechitza, because if you didn't have this arba mechitza, you'd only have to, what? Distance Daladamas, and then you could plant your your greens or your grains. But now that the segments have been, uh, now that you have the segments of the mechitza's, then it's now usher in the entire smaller chatzar. And so since when, where do we ever see the mechizas create iser as opposed to create convenience and and, and, and heter? So, I'm of I'm a leader of Zeyr, and they react as follows. You never heard of a case where mechizas causes an iser? For example, the Nan, how about our own mission? Chatzar gedol she'nifrit t'sal l'k'tanam, where you have, the large chatzar that's breached, so to speak, uh open to bury small chatzar. Gedolom uter, shel We say you can carry in Goranowitz's Chatzer, and you can't carry in berries because why? We said that the Chatzer Katana is considered like the entrance of Ghorawitz Chatzer. The so, so that case, right, we said that you can't carry there because it's as if the smaller chhatter does not have an air so to speak, and, and the larger chhatzer is like actually roped off as if it has an aerov, so therefore you can only carry one and not the other. The ilu Hishvas the right? And and if you had actually um, Even out. The, gi-pufim, the Gifufim are the protrusions. The kifufe are the protrusions that basically mark the difference between the smaller and the larger Chatzar. So he says, if you erected mitzi- Mechitzas, is the Havamina. the Gavar is first saying, or he's there is saying, if you erected Mechitzas where those protrusions are, such that you'd made it, make it flush. In other words, so that the entire, um, you see it in, right, you see how it looks over there in Rashi, where the entire small Chatzar reverses that dimension of the small chater those dotted lines end up being the dimension of the entire thing so it's just like one rectangle instead of being shaped like a T so now you put up those mechitzas if you had done that that's called feya, straightening out the gifufim and getting rid of them, and then now you have both of them completely flushed to each other, then Gadol and If you do that, then what do you have? You have Goranoites with and Barry's Chatzir. And when you have Goranos with and Barry's Chatzir, and there's no protrusions, no Gifufim at all, they're just completely flushed to each other, one rectangle. So we know already that both, get, without an Erev, both would be Asur to carry. Both would be Asur to carry because, right, there's a Chuyos of carrying in the respective Chatzirs are mixed together, and you cannot do that. Which is to say, so Rabbi Zerah's point that he's trying to make is that by pu- putting up these walls that level off the Gifufim is actually making Geron with his chatzar, as well. The larger chatzar is also going to be usur. But the response of the has and the Gemara is as follows. Amalai, so Bayaz responds to Rabbi Zehra, that's not erecting mechitzos, leveling off the Gifufim, that's siluk mechitzos, right? So it's semantics maybe you could say, right? In other words, by putting up those walls that level off the Gifufim so Rabbi Zair is calling that erecting mechitzas and causing the larger chatzar to be yasser. But Abayah's response is that, no, that's siluk mechitzas. That's just getting rid of the other mechitzas that actually existed. right? And you can see why Abayi would say that, because up until now we considered those gifufim to serve as mechitos, right? And now we've gotten rid of them. So you've also gotten rid of mechitzas. So you can't call a situation where you're getting rid of mechitos, Um You can't say that that's a case of putting up mechitos. Okay, That's Abayi's response. In other words, Abayi's point is, anytime that you actually are putting up mechitzas that weren't there before, it should be the hetas. That's not a case of hetas. We're going to have some similar cases like this as follows. And each time Abai is going to say, that's siluk machitis. Let's see. I'm going to rubbing that by. So if they had a shot, now Abai is going to try to have a shot. Are there cases where machitis are ossering as follows? You never have a case where machitis are ossering. itmars. We arrive inside the Gimel of the Aleph. You're putting up schach. What are you putting up schach? On an achsadra, like an outdoor corridor, a pavilion, if you will. What's What, what are patzimim? They're like posts. Now the posts are tefak wide at the corner. So think of it like this. If you have, let's say, a corridor. So the corridor only has two walls. So that's not enough for a sukkah. But if the but if the corner has corners, patsimim, right? So then the patsimim serve as additional walls. Those are like machitas. So now you have, right? So, so if you have posts at each side, that's enough. Now you're gonna have, essentially, um, four walls halachically for the sukkah. You put tzach on top of it, bada bing, bada boom. You're good to go. So if you do that, then kesherah. Then it's valid sukkah. The ilu hishva patsi but obviously, if you what, similarly to what you did before by the geshivim, if you uh, if you actually put a wall up, concealing, you put up drywall, concealing these protrusions, these corner walls, then obviously all you have now is just a two-walled corridor, right, with walls on each side. It's like I mitzrayim over here, creation of so. If you only have the two walls on either side, and you cannot put a sook on that, so that's going to be a puzzle. And so what? So it seems again, it's very similar to the other case where you're putting up the drywall on either side, you're putting up the mechitas, and creating an iser. Okay, so Amalaya abaye, right, lidi d. Kesheiro. So first of all, Abaye says an unbelievable halacha. Rashi explains, why would this two, two-walled sukkah be kasha for him? So Rashi explains, because of pitikra yoyered vesaisem. In other words, Abaye has an application here where, again, this corridor, this pavilion, or also has these like slat roofs, and that roof, it obviously can't be a full roof because then you wouldn't be able to put on it, but those poles, those beams on top, he holds that it's like a picture yard of such that we imagine as if a curtain is draped down from them and therefore they serve as the fourth third and fourth wall on either end of the pavilion so abaye would hold that you don't even need those those um Petzimim on the side, anyway. That's a ba'is He's saying, set aside the fact that for me it'd be kosher still, anyway. So you haven't answered anything, lady duck. Even according to you, who doesn't hold p'tik or Sosim, and hold this is like a corridor. That's still it's like the case we said before. This is not a case of right of erecting mechitzas siluk mechitzasi, right? By putting up this drywall and leveling off the area of the petzimim, you haven't put. up, I mean, granted, you put up what you call a mechitzah colloquially, but halakhically, all you've done is get rid of the of the petzimim, which served as mechitzos, and therefore we can't call a case like that uh, putting up mechitzos. We call that siluk mechitzas. Getting rid of Mosikha's fine. Okay, so let's try again. So uh say we're trying, Rabbi tried now, Rabba Baba Khan. Rama le raba barbah by now. Obviously, this is right in the account of all the people that were all the Tamil Khan were sitting and learning. So he says the following seen makitzel, yes sir. Well, you, are you, you sure that you never use Mikhl? Yes, we have a Bryce. The Bis says the following Bai Shakeshua Makor Veshia Makor. You have a house. Which is what? Half roofed. Half roofed. So he back to his roim, back to Kila Karim. Gfhanim Khan, Mutal Zra Khan. So, an interesting halacha. This goes back to the idea of p'tikri yari besaisim. If you can imagine a house that has half a roof, right, in the chatzar, let's say. You see that in the art scroll on the image on the right. Half of the roof is covered. And if you imagine the edge of the roof going down like a curtain wall, now that mechitza serves as what? A mechitza for kilayim, amazingly. If you really hold it, that's a mechitza, then you would be able to plant as you can with kilayim on either side of that curtain that's created by the edge of the half roof, Okay. So now, the il Heshuvat Kriyav, Aser. Heshuvat Kriyav, in this case, means what? If you build the rest of the roof. Now, by completing the construction of the roof, you've now created just one Rishus, you've lost your P-Tikra mechitza, and now you don't have the mechitza to put the line. and so, it, when it says that this mechitza is Asering, it's referring to the roof, which is also, Mufarshav explains, an unusual application of mechitza, right? Because it's really a horizontal mechitza, other, uh, otherwise known as a roof, but by erecting the rest and building the rest of the roof, you've now lost your particular machitza, and therefore you have one area, and now you are more machmir. You have to, you have to make right, a much greater. Uh, now, you, now you can't plant within four amos of each other. In other words, the, the heter came from the fact that when you have an actual machitza, you can plant closer to the machitza on either side of it. Now, in the absence of machitza, you have to have the four amos distance between them. Okay. So we have a case of machitza offspring. So to that, Amalaya, by response to this, Awesome, to the He says, there again, you're getting rid of a machitza. You had a machitza by virtue of P. Tikriyarid. so same. And yeah, you built, you, you completed the roof, so you did some construction. But in doing that construction, you have actually dismantled the halachic imaginary machitza. And any case where you're going to get rid of a mechitza, and that's going to be the reason why it's more asr, it's not going to be a good example of machitza's asering Because actually, that machitza was very valuable for by being matir, the planting, and now it's asr by virtue of not. We don't say that it's also by virtue of finishing the ceiling. It's really also by virtue of the removal of the imaginary The finishing the ceiling actually entails. Okay, so now another fourth challenge. He sent the following question to Abayi through Shmaya Bazeira. Okay, so now we're getting we're getting a lifeline here. Um, another question. There are instances in the Kerem. We're back into our vineyard here where you can be makel machmir What are the cases as follows? If you plant a, a kerem up until the very base of a mechitza, then you can plant grain on the other side of the mechitza, as we said before. This is a kula, obviously, right? In other words, this is the kula we were mentioning before. When you have a mechitza, you don't have to have the four of space in between them. The Daladama space in between them, because when you have a mechitza, you can actually plant on either side. Very good. Says the Gemara to continue. She, the Brayta says sheil ein shem mechitza marchik arba amos In the absence of that mechitza, you have to have the dalal um distance between them. V'zehu mechitza sakherim lahakel. So that's our example of where the mechitza sakherim are mekil. Lahachmir keitzad. Uh oh, this is going to be problematic for Rabaye. It seems like we have a case where mechitza is going to be mahachmir as follows. Hayal mashuch mina kotel lo yabizera l'sham sheil malei ein mechitza marchik arba Right? Yeah, but. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped. Thank you. Wow, Barry, Barry the ball. On, the ball. on the ball. Unbelievable. He's better than us. That's yeah. All right, well, we can live with that. Okay, so he goes like this. So let's start again. I'm not that guy, I'm not that Balkari who gets corrected and then just keeps going as if he hadn't heard it. Right? Granois? That's the Granois Mr. moment. We, so we have to take criticism. It's not really criticism. But I'm saying don't be that Balkhari who keeps reading as if he didn't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, what's the case of the, the chumrah as follows? We're we'll going see where does the come from. But what's the kotel? Okay, let's get back to this. This is not the kotel hamara v. Goronowitz. This is not the kaisel, it's the kotel. The kotel is as follows. When you have, we're going to see. You might recall this, Goronowitz, from Daf Gimel, and Daf and Erevin. We talked about the distance when you're making a kerem from the external wall of the kerem. Now, we said that when you have a stone wall, otherwise known as a kotel, so you don't want to plant within dalar amos of the stone wall because you're going to loosen the earth and the wall is going to topple. So we're going to see where we get to the 11 amos that Barry pointed out. But the point is, and it's really, it seems like a straw man argument, but but basically the point is going to be if you don't have a a perimeter wall, then of course you can keep planting. By virtue of having a perimeter wall, you have to obviously plant shy of that wall so you don't bring the wall down. I wouldn't necessarily call that mechitza that you have to have a perimeter wall somewhere. But anyways. That's the case that he's going to bring. So again, if the vineyard is 11 amas away from the wall, you can't now put any, you can't plant there, right? Because if there was no amas there, if you didn't have that perimeter wall, all you would have to do is, right, you keep expanding your property. And if you want, and if you had a vineyard and you wanted to plant whatever greens, so then you just do the dollar amos, and then you plant. By virtue of the wall, Now you, now you can't plant any, Green's there because you need to have that space between the wall and the karam. Okay. Vizoye Mechitza's a kerem lachmir. It says the Brysa, that's where you have Mechitza's lachmir. So, what are you going to do with that, Abaye? So, okay, so we say it like this. So, Abaye is going to answer like this. So, Abaye says, first of all, guys, if you're going to go with that, if you're going to go there, then you could have brought it from a mission. You didn't have to bring it from a Brysa. The mission says, it's Goronim, so you want to guess where this mission is? Uh, it's in Kilai. Karachat is We mentioned this already, Dafgim Al-Daptal in the very beginning. This is nostalgic. Remember, Karachat is a bald spot. If you have a large space, a clearing inside the, in the vineyard. The question was, how big does that clearing have to be in order to enable you to plant greens or grains within the clearing? Okay? That was the Machlokas then. Think of our Oh, that's a good, that's a, that, I'm, I'm, yeah, we have, to, we have to, God willing, we'll be talking to finish Babli and Yerushalmi. So anyway, this, this... <coughs> Oh, but well, no, we have mishnahs, Kalim, yeah? No, I mean Gemara. Gemara. No, I don't uh, know, that's Mishnai's. So, so, remember, this was a, in a totally different context, really, there. We were talking about the size of the Amas, that sometimes, I don't know if you remember, sometimes you're Machman, sometimes you're Makil, and we use the Kalim as an example. But, anyways. So, basically, Amim, Sheshasri ama. Okay, so that was the internal. That's called karachas akherim. That's the internal. Okay, mechol akherim. What mechol is surrounding? Right? Mechol is like a dance. So the the, the mechol akherim surrounding the vineyard. So b'silam etshamim and about how much the uh, what the distance would have to be between the kila between the kerem and where you're going to plant, both on the perimeter and on the in- internal of the of said kerem. Actually, the brisa now explains a, uh, the mission. Actually, in Kliim uh, explains a little more. It says the mission. he What's meant by the karachas kerem shechorv right a carom where you basically destroy destroy the middle like a bald spot in the carom if it's large enough then you have enough distance from the carom surrounding it in order to plant So, if there's only up until this is right then you can't plant there but if you do have then you can have a working area is bringing up some of the idea of why you have to have the shesha so may as well discuss it now just to explain basically what's going on here is anytime and as we said before, you have two principles going on here. Anytime you plant, you need to have daladamos because that's the amount of space, workspace, what we call, it, to have like the plow go through it. So that daladamos between the different types of grains is always going to be, right? You're going to have the daladamos between the vineyard and the grain. That's daladamos. Now, the, but the other aspect of it is that we have the halacha. We have the halacha of kilaim, which tells you that if it's in the same domain, if, if you can't plant within the same domain, this brings it back to the thing that perplexed me and, and twisted my mind into a pretzel before, that if it's in the same domain, if it's considered the same Daladamos, then you're not allowed to plant within that Daladamos. So that applies in the karam and this halacha as well in the Mishnah and Kilayim, which is to say, first you have the these four ama buffer zone, we'll call it, right? But then the next zone can't just be a line, can't be two inches, right? It itself has to be its own domain in order to allow it to plant. And then that becomes the Machlokas B'chama B'chama If you look back at Gimel and, Dal, uh, Gimel and Dal, like, do you need to have a domain extending from each side right, of the bald spot, we'll call it? And so each side would have to have its own domain, or just one domain in the middle is enough? right? In other words, really, over there, basil says you need four Amos from the right, four Amos from the left, that's eight Amos, and then the additional four Amos on either side, that's 16 Amos. Right? The additional four Amos on either side for the working area. That's how B'chama arrived at 16 Amos. Uh, the basil, rather arrived at 16 Amos, and that's how we hold over there. And Beit added another four amas in the middle, like a buffer zone on top of the buffer zone. That was the machlokas over there. Be that as it may, that is the amount of amma that you have for the karachat. So again... We'll just read it inside again in the Mishnah. of Azui Karakhas a Karam Karam Shakharam Se Iso, Imesham Shishriama. This is with Nishita Bisilo. Loya Bizer Lasham as we just explained. What's the case where it's the perimeter of the karam Bain Hakaram Lagader. So that's already not internal. That's gonna be a smaller area because you don't have to count for the Karam on the other side, right? Anytime you have it internally, you have the karam coming at you from both sides. Here it's just the perimeter, the external. So Bain Hakaram Ladarh, Shansha, Shamashriamas, so there's gonna be Shem Sri Right? The four Amos outside of the Karam, the four amos, right. Away from the wall, right? And then the four amas in the middle, where it's going to be the Zera's own domain, where it's going to be the actual domain, uh, it's going to have to be considered a domain in order to be able to put in, let's say, the greens of the grain. So, if you can't plant in that area. If you had actual 12 amas, so then, of course, nice and look at the so you give it the four amas requisite that you need in order to space to work, as it were, and then you can plant in the rest of that area. So that was explained in Gibbana Dalit, and now we just hazard it again, same exact idea of the, the thing. So, what, does, what, what does all this have to do with anything? So, that's the Mishnah that Abaye said, right, that could also teach you that what? That because of the fact that you have the machitza on the outside, that limits you. And if you do not have the external perimeter machitza, then you, all you need to do is put daladamos, not 12 amos, but you just have to have a daladamos space and then keep planting beyond it. So, Abaye therefore concludes as follows. The reason there, right, that you need, that the wall needs a greater space is not because you put up the mechitza, again, it's not really the mechitza that answered it. Ella, the whole the gabi about it's a It's because of this idea that when you're working a karam, you need dalad amos and the gabi gadair kaven delo mizdaran afkurei afkure lehu. The reason why you need four amas next to a fence, right, is because 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 you what? Because the owner is not going to plant there. Why? The veini veini. Right. And because the area in between, if you have at least four amos there, it's considered, uh, like we said, a domain. And if not, it's not considered a domain. So what is Abai explaining? Abai is explaining what we just explained, that everything in this cheshbon of how far away you have to, have to be from the wall has a reason. Right. You don't want to be within four amos of the wall because you don't want the wall to fall down. You need to have four amos around the working area because you need to have space to work. You need to have four amos for each domain because you need to have a domain, because it needs to be its own, right, domain, it needs to be its own roshos. All of these things have nothing to do with the mechita per se, ossering it. It's not like, ooh, I have a mechita. Now that spreads, now that gives me an isser of 12 amos or an isser of 60 namas, according to Beisham and It's not the mechiza per se. It's just, these are the halachos of planting a karam And when you have a mechitza, so, so it applies differently. But that's really more of a lambda, as the is saying. The is saying, the actual considerations come are coming from the principles that we just put forth of how we plant. But those principles aren't really subject to the, they're not all coming from the presence of the mechitza itself. They're just coming from the principles of working the land. You don't want the mechitza to fall down, and you want to have your own domain, and you want to have a place to work. That's not really what we mean when we say mechitza ashering, t- classically, right? This is not the mechitza that's ashering; it's the circumstances in, uh, as a whole. That's topic number one. Nine lines up from the bottom, at six eleven a.m., we have a new topic on tzadikim l'madal. As follows: Amar Rabbi Yehuda, shlosa karpipos zeb Amazing. Alas, this topic is being brought up because of the topic we said before of the larger khatar and the smaller are budding each other. Rabbi Yehuda says, let's say you have three karpipos, right, and they're side by side in a row. Ushnayim achitzayinim megufafim. There they are, the gefifim again. So let's say megufafim means that the two on the outside are larger. Okay, two on the outside are larger. Look at the bottom of, right, Rashi here inside like Gimel I an mean, Aleph, and you see the two, right, you see the two illustrations there? The Karpuff, Karpuff, Karpuff over there? So the top one is the one where is case one, and the bottom one is case two. You see it? Okay, so, so, this is the top illustration where the Karpuff is narrow. Okay, okay, so what's going on here as follows, right? We already said in the Gemara and Tazayan of right, that if you have. Uh, that again, a carpuff what 's the case of a carpuff? A carpuff is allowed to be two base saw in size. A Carpuff could be two base saw in size. So if you have one person or if you have only Goranowitz and Barry they 're in a carpuff it can 't be more than two base saw. However, we said over there that if I join the party and now we 're and Varich, now we have three of us, once we have three we 're considered a crew, a caravan, a shayara, if you will, and once we 're considered a crew, we are actually allowed to have as much space as we need, more than two base saw. So the question is now, you have three Karpovs, right? And so if they were all contiguous with each other and we all lived one in each karpaf, then it would be considered as if they're all mixed together and it would be considered as if three of us live in the same area and therefore we'd be able to make the karpaf as large as we wanted. However, if you shaped it like the top uh, image over here where you have mechitos, so now are we all in the same karpaf? Not really. The mechitos have created a barrier between us. And that's going to perhaps limit us to how much we might only be able to make each karpov only two based on law, large and no larger, as follows. So let's see back inside. So Yochim Bezev, means you have one human one individual in each karpov. Nasek Ashayarov, nice name called Sarchan. So since all, right, all of them are viewed as being in the same karpov when they're all right, when they're all together, so then you can actually make it large. What's going on here? As follows. As follows. If you look at the two images in Rashi, so imagine the top image, both carpuffs have the smaller carpuff in the middle, right? You have the two large carpuffs, looks like a dumbbell, right? The two large Kar- Karpofs with smaller Karpofs in the middle. That means that both carpuffs are pointing inwards, which means that they're all joint in that center carpuff that makes them all one unified hole. As opposed to the one on the bottom that looks like a Chevrolet sign, right? So. Th- yeah, so there, both the middle carpuff it's you have the two carpofs on this on the, on the sides. So you have the middle carpof pointing out, right? Cuz again, anytime you have a small hatcher, it's like an annex of the large hatcher. So if the small hatcher is is actually subservient subsumed in the large hatcher. So in the top image, the two larger hatchers are pointing in, and in the bottom of image, the two the one larger carpof in the middle is pointing out. That so the top one is like a politician that unites and the bottom one is a politician that divides. Wow, politics. Politics, politics. No, no, no. We don't know. We don't know. This is just a joke. Okay. So you guys like this. So, anyways, hey, that's good word, sir, you know? yeah, you should unite and not divide. Because, look, if you unite, if you unite as you do in the top one, then you could all have as much space as you need. Wow. If you unite, there's enough space in the world for everyone. Right. However, why? Because as as the as the gemara continues to explain, because certainly this this uh, middle one, the imtsai right, is But the two outer Karpafs are not fenced off. So if you're going to say, in the case of the and the right, which is the bottom case, so then you're dividing them and then nobody can get more than two base off, the total will be a six base That's the diagram. Fine. So now we're on the last word, on the sixth line from the bottom. Now we have a different, uh, in, interesting cases. Let's say you had uh, two in the middle one, and one on either side. Of, uh, of that. Certainly, if the two in the middle had gone to either side, so then you'd have three. Once you have three, you have a shayara and you could have as much space as you need. That's one possibility. Or maybe you're going to say you take the two in the middle and you split them up, in which case you won't have enough. Again, anytime you split up, you don't have enough. So, Or the if you're going to say you're going to split them up one in one. Well, then what would be the case? Right? What, would, what would you say is the case that where you have two on the external one, on the, and, and, and then one in the middle. Do they join or not? So we could say, maybe we could say in that case, certainly it's going to be as if it's a shayara. But since, right, we, we don't know whether we have three in one or the other, then, which, then we're not really sure which one's going to be the one that's going to be mutter. Or maybe you could say that the middle person could exit either way, and since we don't know which way he's going to go, it's not, then, then you can't view either carpath as having a shayara. So the Gemara concludes with all of this. And all of this where we actually finish off Lakula, and that you can in all of these cases where you are, right, mesuppa, where you're not sure, we can actually hold that it's as if you have a shayara, and these three guys, Guranowitz, Lavi, and Barry and Usbam, are all gonna be considered to be a shayara and you could use and build a karpaf as big as you'd like. Fine. Topic number three. Here we go. Amar of Chista. this is you're gonna see the reason this topic is brought up is because it's similar to what we mentioned in the Mishnah. Amar of Khista, what's the case? As we turn to start with Gimal Bates, Gidud chamisha Khitza chamisha ein Mitzafim. Oh, An unbelievable case. If you have, what would you say if you have an elevation between two chatzeros, Let's say, right? Chater B is elevated five amos from chater five rather from from A, but it also has a five tefach wall. Okay, that's called gidud, right? That's a gader like right? I'm sorry, gidud is the elevation, and mechitza is the, is the mechitza. Okay, so you have five and five uh, for a total of ten, but it's not all it's not all mechitza or all elevation. So amazingly, Rav Gista says that doesn't work. Look at the statement of Rav Gista here. Eimid starfin aciyeh okulubigidud, okulubimogitza. It has, we already learned so many times. Tenth fachim high. Wow, well, tenth fachim difference in elevation, that's a mechitzah. Or a tenth tefach wall, that's a mechitzah. of fachim, yeah, but it's either or. It can't be a combo plan. You can't have some elevation some machitza. It has to be either all elevation or all machitza. So the, the, we're going to challenge vachitzah here. Wait a minute. We have a price that says, If you have two adjacent chachim and the top one is tens fachim high, higher, elevated above the Bottom one, oh Shia Gidud Khamisha, Mchitza Khamisha, well there it is explicitly the Bryce says if it's half and half, five Tfachim of elevation, five thoachim machitza, me'arvin sh'naim in me'arvin echad. So we see in the case over there that even when it's half elevation and half machitza, we only allow you to make two Arabs. In other words, we we do not allow you to join the two because we obviously clearly hold that the combination of the elevation and the wall creates a real true tatfakim mechitza. And certainly, if you have less than this, either in elevation or in wall, then you're only going to be allowed to make one Arab. You're not going to be allowed to make two. But be that as it may, it's clearly see, seems to be against Ravchishta. So the Marian says, Amr Rav, Meida Ravchishta B'Tachtaina. Right, a Rav, and then they change the Girsa. So but be that as it may, the bottom line is that they're saying, from the perspective of Ravchishta, Ravchishta is looking at it from the perspective of the lower Chatzer. Here we're going to give the lower Chatzer to Barry. Barry's in the lower Chatzer. He looks up. He sees five Tfakim of elevation of Goranowitz's uh, and then he sees five Tfakim of wall. So when he looks up, all he sees is ten Tfakim. Right, hoel ver says the Gemara. Right, since he sees ten fachim, so from his perspective, it's considered one machisa So the Gemara says, well, i hachi tachtona tarav shnaim elot tarav elchad Lotar lotarav lo echad So if what your point is is that it's a matter of perspective, so maybe the tachtona should be able to make the eruv and not the elyonas, as Rashi says. right? So so whoever's in the upper chatzer, right, is going to be usher to carry in because the tachtona is, going as Rashi says, she tachtona kan Wow. So now everything's gonna be asr, and it's not gonna work, because, okay, you say that the lower one works, because for them it's a ten, it's a But for the perspective of the ha, of the upper one, it's open, essentially. It is not enough amchitza, it's open to the lower one. And we already said that when they're open to each other, one asr is the other. So we have three minutes. We have an unusual case. The case is what? Where you actually have somewhat of a Somewhat of a, of a wall. Somewhat of a partition on the top one also. <muchos> internally with a Pesach. For that, right, you look at diagram D over here in the scroll, and you see that there's enough of a, of a wall to consider the Ilyona partitioned off, but also enough of an opening that you can make a, right, at least uh, that you can make an uh, error between them, as we discussed, right, we already talked about it many times. Some cases you can make one error for both. Some cases you need to make one uh, separate a room. In some cases we have a Pesach, you have a choice. Asked, okay, So if you're going to say that there's a Gader there, that there's a wall, so Right? So then if you're going to say there's a big big old opening, so then the Sefa, which says that if it's lower than this, then you can only make one Eruv, right? So then we're going to say But according to Rabbi Bar-Ula, you have a choice of making, of, right? According to Ula, the configuration is such that you have a big enough opening to decide that you can make one Eruv, but you also have a smaller enough opening to make two Eruv even if you wanted to. Well, that's that doesn't work because the seifa of that b'risa made it seem that if the wall was any lower then you have only one option, which is to make one Arab. So how does that fit in with what he said? So we see, you look down at diagram F and you look at that figure and you see that from the perspective of the upper one it actually has that wall and it can be considered like as if it has a wall. However, the actual entire opening of the lower one is completely breached. So that's, that's why right, the lower khatar can't make its own Arab. Okay, now, so if that's the case, so we're going back to the other issue, right? That the bottom one can only make one Erev. Nope. And how can it have a choice of making the second Erev? Um, it can't. However, so again, if you look at diagram F, you see, from the perspective of the larger, higher, you have a choice. Because you have an opening and you have a mechitza. So you can make one Erev, or you can make two Erev. From the perspective of the lower one, you completely breach. You would only be able to make one Erev. So, says the Gemara, and with this we'll finish, the Gemara answers, That's true. That the Gemara was actually referring to the bottom one. It says that the bottom one can only make one Erev, but it can't make two. The top one would have had that choice. We'll continue here tomorrow. We're with of Meyumar, which is like in the middle of that side of Gimel Days. Back to you. Yeah.